Homes of Lamb and Lion Ministry. We're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale area. Our lines will be open. Anyone wanting to call in with a question or a comment, our local phone number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. And of course, a subject matter for today will be the signs of the times as we talk about famines, plagues, and fearful signs. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the blessing, Lord, that you have given uh, this T-Wave to be able to share the gospel with all these people, Lord. And I pray everyone listening in will just be blessed by what we talk about today as we get excited, Lord, about your soon return. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Lord, I also uh, ask a special prayer to our fellow sister in Christ, Carol Matriciana, uh, who got in a serious bike accident, Lord, and yes. we pray that she will uh, get healed up quickly and get out of the hospital and get back, Lord, to uh, her video project, Wide is the Gate, so that uh, people can uh, be discerning and know your word in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Again, you're tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, again, as we talk about signs of the times, plagues, famines, and fearful signs. Today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and The Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information at calvaryaventura.com. On Facebook on JN832. Also, thank you that are, those of you that are tuned into TWave.tv there via TWave.tweet casting. Make sure that you check out our website. And of course, if we may serve you, get a hold of us. You can always call us at 321 end time. Again, 321 end time or 305 992 9537. We would love to serve you and also answer any questions that you might have for us. But before we begin today's program, I'm going to welcome my special guest, Nathan Jones, as it's always a pleasure to have him on the air with us. Nathan, once again, thank you for joining us for today's program. It's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you, Pastor Vic. I enjoy our weekly sessions discussing God's prophetic word. Uh, thank you so much, Nathan. And I'm always excited because Lamb and Lion is always up to something awesome. You guys are like <laughs> so incredible. I just can't keep up with the awesome things that are taking place there. And I always uh, ask you, Nathan, to share a little bit about the ministry, uh, also website information, because I think everyone listening should make their way over to your website and check out the wonderful things that God is doing with Lamb and Lion. Well, Lamb and Lions Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry proclaiming the soon return of Jesus Christ. Uh, we feel very strongly due to the signs of the end times that Jesus Christ is coming back very soon. So uh, we've got a huge outreach. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, Christ and Prophecy is a television program now on 17 networks. We just picked up two more, and it's broadcast all over the world. Our website is lamblion.com, and there we invite anyone to come and check it out. They can read all sorts of articles on Bible prophecy. Uh, check out our Facebook group and uh, other social networks. They can watch our program, Christ in Prophecy, on our website. And uh, there's just a lot to do. You can sign up for a newsletter, which uh, one just went out today. So, yeah, uh, Pastor Vic, we keep pretty busy, but we, we know the Lord's <laughs> coming soon. And we want people to you know, get excited that Jesus is coming back and, and share their faith with other people in the short time that we have. Amazing. Awesome. And of course, I, I read your, your incredible articles that you sent forth, Pastor Nathan, and also, uh, you know, just Dr. Reagan and his, and his trip uh, uh, to Israel and just the wonderful things that you're going to be sharing with us. So you already posted right via the, uh, the that incredible trip that he had and also the amazing work that God is doing in Israel. Sure. If folks want to read up about it, they could check out our blog at lamblion.us or watch our television show right off our website. And uh, if they want the newsletter, they could sign up for that. That's on every page. Just check out the bottom or on the contact page. Mm, excellent. Thank you, Nathan. And of course, I'm also very excited in the, the, your um, 
being able to open up for us these scriptures in an incredible way as we have been talking about the signs of the times. We've been parallel, paralleling the Gospels, Matthew chapter 24, Luke 21, and also Mark. And you've been taking us through this very exciting journey uh, through the Word of God, speaking uh regarding the signs of the times. And Nathan, last week, we started to touch on famines and plagues as we looked at Luke chapter 21 and Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to continue in the subject matter this week as well as uh, fearful signs. But Nathan, I did want to uh, ask you if you would maybe uh, open us up in uh, recapping a little bit regarding uh, the previous programs there about um, some of the signs of the times before we get into the famines and plagues and also the, the fearful signs. Would you be able to recap for us a few things? Certainly, certainly. Well, the apostles had a question, uh, three questions for Jesus, actually. They wanted to know when the temple would fall, because Jesus had told them that not st one stone would be left upon another, and that really surprised them, because they thought the temple would always be there, because it's supposed to be God's home. Right. So they asked, when, one, will the temple fall? Two, what will be the signs of the end of the age? In other words, the end of the church age, when Jesus comes back to rapture the church up to heaven. And number three, what will be the sign of Jesus' coming when he comes back at his second coming at the end of a seven-year-long tribulation that will befall the earth? So when he answered the questions, he gave the signs to the apostles. <clears throat> and he also said that they would get more frequent and more intense and more ferocious, so to speak, the closer we got to Jesus' return and the answer to each of these. <clears throat> now, we know the temple fell in 70 A.D. by the Romans. They destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. They besieged it for three years, and there was literally not one stone left upon another as the Romans pried the stones apart to get the gold that had melted down in between the stones. And that was fulfilled in 70 A.D., but we're still waiting for the signs of the end of the age and the sign of Jesus' coming. And he gives ten of those in Luke 21 and Matthew 24 and Mark 13, which are all parallel passages. Uh, we had talked about, uh, number one, the first sign was the sign of false messiahs. That yes. As we got closer to the time of Jesus' return to rapture the church, there would be a proliferation of, of cults and false teachers. And, and with 500 cults in the United States alone, and all the religions of the world were clearly living in a time of false messiahs, false teachers. Also, uh, the second sign would be wars, wars and rumors of wars, that wars would increase in frequency and intensity and in their destructive capability, the closer we got to Jesus' return, certainly with 38 wars raging around the planet wow. right now. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? That we are living in a time of great wars. We also talked about earthquakes, the third sign Jesus gave us, that earthquakes would increase in frequency and intensity, and certainly a, uh, the National Weather Service and all have proven that earthquakes are exponentially growing, get more intense, more frequent, and more often so we know that Jesus is coming back as those increase. And we also just began to touch on the fourth sign, which is a sign of great famine, or right. famines among the earth and the countries, and the death toll that that would bring. Wow. And you know, Nathan, that, that is amazing. Thank you for recapping that because maybe someone is tuning in, they're new to Bible prophecy or the signs of the times and giving them a recap helps them to understand how things are going to continue to unfold and develop in the near future. And of course, you began to talk to us a little bit about famine. People don't think that these things are happening today. Can you talk to us about that, Nathan? Well, sure. I mean, if we go to uh, Matthew 24, and we start reading about the signs, particularly verse 7, Jesus said, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, 
pestilences and earthquakes in various places, and these are the beginnings of sorrows. Right. So this is the, the beginning of the, the signs that just before Jesus returns. And so when we read about famines, we know that to, to answer the, the question about when would the temple fall, uh, there was famines before the temple. We could read in Acts 11 where it talked about uh, a man named Agabus. That's right. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them named Agabus stood up, and through the Spirit predicted a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world, and this happened during the reign of Claudius Caesar, which was about 41 to 54 A.D. So there were famines at that time. But as we get closer and closer to the end of the ages, the famines would come more frequently and more intensely. And man, the, the famines of the 20th century were just incredible. And Nathan, that and you know, you you made some, you gave us some incredible statistics uh, in our previous program regarding uh, the effects of famine, and we also talked about, uh, you know, the, the the shortages that will soon come uh, when uh, disasters take place. I mean, and those were astounding numbers that you talked to us about. Even in our modern time, the amount of people that are suffering from famines and also uh, and also even plagues. Well, I mean. If you look back at the Great Chinese Famine, 1959 to 1961, 43 million people starved to death. Amazing. That's an astronomical number. Russia in 1921, they have lost 5 million people. Ethiopia, back in the 80s, mid-80s, 84 to 85, 400,000. North Korea in 96, 3.5 million. So there were lots of famines in the 20th century, but they're again, they're increasing in frequency and intensity in the 21st century. Right now, Pastor Vic, 15 famines going on around the world 15, today. Nathan. Se- uh, did I say 15? Yeah, 17. I'm sorry, 17. Wow. Famines. Myanmar, Malawi, North Korea, East Africa, Kenya, Somalia, and other countries are all facing great famines. You know, 925 million people go hungry every day. Amazing, amazing. And then, of course, and, and so many people are in the dark regarding this. But not only that, Nathan, not only are we seeing earthquakes increase, famines, but also uh, plagues, right? Modern-day plagues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, well, for the famines alone, as we read uh, in Revelation chapter 6, 5 through 8, that after the rapture of the church and the tribulation comes, that the world will just be rocked with wars and famines and plagues, so much so that famine in part will bring a fourth of the world population to die. Brother, that is 1.5 billion people that starve to death during the tribulation. And then coupled with that is is pestilence or plagues, which uh, Jesus also talked about in Matthew 24, which is the fifth sign or fifth end-time sign that Jesus gives us. And Nathan, of course, and you know, sometimes we talk about plagues and all these things, and people don't think that uh, even in our time that we're seeing these things, but we look at AIDS, right, Nathan? And we look at so many other venereal diseases, right? Wow. Did you know AIDS has been around since about 1981 is when it was first. You know, since then, 25 million people have died from AIDS. I did not know that. 25 million from AIDS. Yeah, but nobody talks about it because it's usually sexually transmitted and nobody wants to to give up their, unfortunately, fornication and all the other sexual immoralities that, that our country seems to love so much, so nobody talks about it, but 25 million people have died from AIDS. That's nothing compared to the Black Death. I right. Mean, the Black Death back in the 1375 million people. In the 20th century, smallpox, 300 million people died. The Spanish flu, 
which was 1918-1919, get this, almost 100 million people died from the Spanish flu. Incredible. And Nathan, I'm so glad that we're bringing this to light because, you know, we have these modern day events happening all around us. And uh, yet when people think of famines and plagues, for whatever reason, they probably just go back to the time of Pharaoh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know that this is actually occurring in our time as well. No, no. I mean, Moses back in Deuteronomy 28, verse 59, he knew the Lord told him that if Israel started disobeying and not following God anymore, that he would send a number of different uh, punishments on them to, to bring them back, to make them repent and come back to him. The verse reads, The Lord will send fearful plagues on you and your descendants, harsh and prolonged disasters and severe and lingering illnesses. And certainly throughout Israel's history, they knew plagues, they knew disasters, they knew illnesses, <laughs> they knew famines. Every time they wandered away from God, the God's blessings would stop, and they would start getting attacked by their neighbors and get sick and all. So, again, the Lord used it to bring people back to him. And today, the Lord still does that. He still allows famines and plagues and death to, to come upon people so that, that people will say, hey, you know, we need to turn back to Jesus Christ. We need to give up our sins. We need to repent and turn to return to him. And uh, it works. It's just sad that our pride keeps us from bending our knees and giving our lives to Jesus Christ. And so when people say, why is there so much suffering in the world? Well, it's because our sin, our rebellion against God, has brought that suffering down upon us. Excellent point. And Nathan, and that's why, you know, we, we, we want to encourage anyone that is tuned in to the program, either via twave.tv, twave.org, or maybe they're listening to this program sometime in the future. Uh, you know, the message is still the same. God calls us, especially as believers, to live pure, right, Nathan? And that's exactly. one of the things that we're finding that is a sign in the last days. People are just not wanting to live pure, uh, fornication, and all these things cause these diseases and these plagues that we're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, people want God to step in and stop all the suffering in the world. But if he did that, then he'd also have to stop our free will. Because it's our free will that decides that, well, we're going to sleep with someone outside of marriage or or uh, you know, kill somebody or, or, or not follow his rules. I, I, when we disobey God and, and act on that free will, then we face the consequences, not only from our sin, but from the sins of others around us. They also affect us as well. They affect society, and they drag society down. When you drag society down, economies start collapsing, armies start getting weak, Absolutely. Uh, nations start crumbling. So, you know, it, we're doing it to ourselves, unfortunately, is when we rebel against God. But when, when we're in God's will, when we're following God's law, when we're doing what is right, then God blesses us, and he keeps the famines and the plagues and the attacks and the natural disasters away. But we're living in a time as the world gets more corrupt and more rebellious against God, that more of these end-time signs will come in frequency and intensity, just like Moses prophesied, and just as Jesus told us back in Matthew 24. Mm, absolutely. Thank you, Nathan. Again, you're tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about famines, pestilence, and fearful signs. And Nathan, of course, another uh, fearful uh, event that uh, the Bible tells us that, uh, you know, 
it's going to occur. It's fearful signs. And I read in Luke chapter 21, uh, again, it says, and there will be great earthquakes in uh, Luke 21, 11 places and famines and pestilence. And, and there will be uh, fearful signs and great signs uh, from heaven. Can you talk to us a little bit about this, Nathan? Sure. Well, you know, you, uh, Jesus and, of course, uh, again in Revelation, bundled a few of these signs together. Uh, we're now answering the third question, what will be the signs before Jesus' second coming? And that's as we know Jesus' second coming happens at the end of a seven-year tribulation, a, a time of wrath that will come upon the world where people have been asking, God, you know, you need to end all this suffering in the world. Okay, he comes, but he comes in judgment to get people again onto their knees, asking for forgiveness of their sins and turning back to him. So when God steps back and lets mankind basically takes away our, our, the restraining influence in our life, the, the right. Christian influence, the Holy Spirit's work in our lives, that we read in Revelation 6, 5 through 8, that a fourth of the world will die from the judgments of the plagues and the famines. And we also read about the first bowl judgment, Revelation 16, 2, where ugly, festering sores broke out on the people, had the mark of the beast, and worshipped him. The Antichrist will be worshipped in the tribulation, and people who worship him will take the mark, which is the number or his name on their right hand or forehead, and those people will break out in ugly, festering sores, so they will have that pestilence. And then the fifth bowl judgment near the end of the tribulation, where the people will have pains and sores all over them, and the description is very much like nuclear radiation, and we know right. there will be nuclear war during the tribulation, like we discussed about in the, the sign of wars, but... Then there will also be, like you said, the six signs Jesus gave us, which is fearful events, which cover both social and economic problems. Mm, incredible. And, of course, there's been these great signs even uh, in the time of Jesus. And, of course, but now it's just going to get more intense. Uh, I mean, we are always uh, listening in the news now, Nathan, regarding asteroids and meteorites, right, and showers. And, I mean, not that long ago, one actually hit, I believe it was in the area of Russia, right? Yeah, yeah, a few years ago, and there was talk about one down in uh, Managua, um, uh, down in, uh, excuse me, uh, Nicaragua, excuse me, Managua, right. which is their capital. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, those are fearful signs. Uh, now, for the Jews, before the, the temple fell, they knew fearful social and economic problems. Yes. I mean, after all, the, <laughs> the Romans came in, and they annihilated the nation of, of Israel. The, right. They scattered the Jews to the four corners of the earth, and for almost 1,900 years, the Jews have lived in exile, strangers in foreign lands, no temple to worship God in. So they knew fearful social and economic times. But to get, as we get closer to Jesus rapturing the church, and then seven years before his second coming, there will be fearful social and economic problems, too. And Man, we could cover a lot of different areas. Um, let's pick one. Let's just say uh, financial, the financial right. crisis with stock market crashes. You know, yes. now and then we have these terrible stock market crashes, and it gets people thinking about, well, you know, God, our money is, is our God. We worship money and what it can do for us. And sometimes God kicks the money out from underneath us and says, hey, no, 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 I'm, I'm your source. I am your strength. Absolutely. And your shield, you need to turn to me and not turn to money. 
Nathan, and you know, that is a very important point that you're making because that seems to be one of the things today in the uh, business world, these companies and these individuals. It's all about, you know, that's their God. That seems to be their refuge. And we notice what happened when the stock market crashed and the amount of suicide, right, Nathan? Oh, my goodness. Boy, uh, there's a great article called The Ten Worst Market Crashes in U.S. History. Fascinating read. And uh, it was talking about just the top ten, for instance. You know, in, in just 2000 to 2002, that was the tenth worst stock market crash. Uh, it lasted almost 999 days. There was a 37.8% loss in income. Amazing. Uh, the, the seventh worst one was during the Vietnam War, 73 to 74, 45.1% loss of income. The Great Depression, believe it or not, the Great Depression uh, was in stages. So you could say there was a few stock market crashes, major ones during the Great Depression. 1929, 71 days it lasted, 47.9% loss. Oh, wow. Now, the worst, the worst, think about this. This is the Great Depression. Worst stock market crash ever, 1930 to 32. This lasted 813 days, 86% loss of income. So picture this. You have $1,000 on, say, September 3rd of 1929, that money would have gone down to only being worth $108. Wow. It went from 1000 to 108 Now, to recover from that kind of loss, your portfolio would have to go up 825%. <laughs> wow. Matter of fact, the, no one recovered from the Great Depression fully until 1954, which was 22 years later. Nathan, that is incredible. You know, I read in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 19 through 21, where the Bible says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will be uh, also. And Nathan, what you're telling us is so important because, you know, when, when these fearful signs come, really, if our foundation is in Jesus Christ and that's where our treasure is, then whatever comes, we're going to continue to just trust him and we won't fall apart, right? Exactly. I Just look at the stock market crash of 2008. You know, our stock market dropped when the housing bubble burst $1.2 yes. trillion. And is it interesting? I don't know if this has special meaning, but it certainly does to me, is that the stock market dropped 707 points. Now, that is the number of God. Was God trying to tell us something? I think he was. I think he was. That so is they, amazing. I, didn't, I did not know that, Nathan. Yeah, 777 points. God was telling us, wake up, people. And, of course, that started the, the Great Recession that we're now just pulling out of, although there's still a lot of people unemployed. So God uses that to, to say, wake up. You know, money isn't your God. Self, when money buys pleasure. So really, it's pleasure for self that we're buying. That's right. You are not your own God. I am God. I am in charge. And uh, if you follow my statutes, uh, I built the universe so I know how it works. And if you follow my plan, <laughs> it'll work for you. And when you don't follow your plan, things will fall apart. And Nathan, that's why I, I believe that, you know, like, like you're bringing us through this incredible journey regarding these signs, that that's what ultimately God is going to do. He's going to shake the world so people will be turned to the Lord and follow God's plan rather than continuing to go in this train wreck type of lifestyle that is leading nowhere. So, Nathan, that is uh, an incredible 
the fearful events, fearful signs. We've seen so many developing. And Nathan, it appears that things are actually even going to get worse with the economy, right? Not better. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. When you look at what happens during the tribulation, uh, we read in the third seal judgment, uh, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day wages and do not damage the oil and the wine. And the, the Bible there in Revelation 5 is talking about a worldwide economic collapse. We cannot sustain the debt that we've got, $17 trillion of debt. All Incredible. the other countries dependent on our uh, economy. And when that collapses, the Bible says a worldwide economic collapse will come. And that, of course, in part will cause a lot of the starvation and the subsequent diseases and death that will happen from it. Out of that, a one-world ruler will come and promise to fix the world's systems, especially their economic system. And he and his false prophet, which is like a PR man, right. create a financial system where they cannot buy or sell unless they have taken his mark. You can read about that in Revelation chapter 6. Mm. And so we know that the dollar and a lot of the other currencies, all the, I should say all the currencies, will go away one day. That's there will be right. a one-world cashless economic system that you cannot buy or sell unless you've sworn allegiance to this one-world ruler. And if you don't, then you will starve. So <laughs> it's that coming. Is... It's coming. This, this debt that we have is unsustainable. The Bible says it will collapse and the world will turn to a one-world financial system to try to fix the problem. Mm, incredible. Again, you're tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministry. As we have been talking about famines, plagues, and fearful signs. And, of course, we're coming up to a break here real soon in our second segment of the program to start. But, Nathan, I think that this is just amazing. And I know that maybe there's someone tuned in out there, and they're, they're listening or they're watching, and they're fearful. They're fearful because these things are going to come. But, Nathan, there is hope, right? There's hope, and uh, those that are fearful, uh, there is still time for them to turn to the only one that can give them that hope, which is Jesus Christ, right? Amen. Now, I don't know how much time we have left before the rapture of the Church. It, it's an event that can happen at any time. No signs or prophecies have to be fulfilled for it to come. But we know that the signs of the times, because they're so prolific, point to Jesus' soon return. So you got to ask yourself, what is your heart condition? What is your relationship with Jesus? Have you accepted him as your Savior? Has he forgiven you of your sins? Do you walk in a new life with him? Or are you still in rebellion against God and trying to do things your own way and looking at your life and wondering why it's so a mess? And, and how do you fix that? Will you fix that by surrendering it to Jesus Christ? He died That's on right. the cross for you because he loves you and he wants you to be saved. Mm, what a great way to end our first segment of the program, Nathan. Thank you for those encouraging words. And, of course, those of you that are tuned in to the program, we pray that you stay tuned in to the next segment. Of course, if we can pray for you, reach out to us. Give us a call. The local number is 305-992-9537. You can also text in your question, comments, or your prayer requests as well. And we would love to be able to pray for you. And, of course, stay tuned during the week uh, as these programs, we will be re-airing them. So if you missed the program, Program. You can tune in six, uh, excuse me, five Eastern Time PM, and also tell your friends and your family so that they will be able to enjoy uh, this wonderful program. So may the Lord bless you. And thank you for tuning in to our program.
estás escuchando.